0: Welcome to Real Talk with Reginald D. I'm your host, Reginald D. In today's episode, I interview with Rep Podcast host, Morris Jackson, to discuss God's calling on my life and the impact my podcast has had on me.
1: This week, I have a dynamic brother on the podcast. Reginald D, his podcast is exploding like gangbusters. And look, I'm just going to step aside, and I'm just excited to have this brother here today with us. So, None other than Reginald D. with Real Talk with Reginald D. Welcome to the show, brother. Thank you for doing this for us.
0: Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored to be on the Rep Podcast, man. You're doing a lot of great things with it. And I'm very excited to see who you are becoming but At the end of the day. You're doing a great work, man. Your passion and all that stuff, man. I'm just honored to be here today.
1: Oh, man. I appreciate you. I really appreciate that. So kind of tell us a little bit about you, about Reginald D. Who is Reginald? What would you want the audience to know today? Just give us a little bit about yourself.
0: Wow, man. It'll take days for me to do it if I did it right.
1: Many moons and many lives. I know it, man. I know
0: it. So a little bit about me, man. I was born and raised in Greenville, South Carolina. Grew up in a single parent home with just my mom. And basically, my life has been a great journey. It's been a challenging journey, too, also. But God has been faithful to me in every step of the way. And I'm so grateful for that. I've been through struggles and I've been through things in life. And I'm just going to be real with you because we talk about a real talk. I don't sugarcoat nothing, man. You know, my life has been a roadmap to some people to help them get where they're going in life. And I'm so grateful for it. All the struggles, all the things i brought upon myself. What made me start doing this podcast is that I look back over my life and I work for this company. And I was traveling all over the place. I was in leadership roles, And I saw people that really didn't have any faith in their self. I went to one place and they didn't think nobody could turn it around. What I said was, don't bring any more management. Don't bring any more supervisors from the outside to help me run this place. I'm going to promote within. So I did that. I had some dedicated employees. I saw it and uh, I put them in the roles. Once they got in the role and did it for a while, I called them in my office and I was like, hey, we're going to make it official that you're going to be this you're going to be that, blah, blah, blah. So they looked at me and said, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, why? Hmm. They said, because... I'm going to get fired if I do that. And I'm saying to myself, well, you already doing it. I'm just trying to pay you for it. Wow. You know, and it dawned on me that people had no self-esteem. Didn't think that they had the gifts, they had the talents that's within them to do what they needed to do. And that's been my whole journey. And I just decided to just accept it actually. And just started trying to bless people and teach people about life, man. That's the thing. So. After things went on and transpired in my life and I'll back up later on about some stuff, but I became a minister and things like that. God has blessed me to do all kinds of stuff, man. And I'm grateful. I am so grateful, but I have a problem with people that didn't see their value, Mm. their self value in life. Mm. And I learned that the biggest challenges that people have is life. Uh-huh. That's it. They allow life to handle them any kind of way. They have no control over it. They don't do the things to try to make it great. The simplest thing about life, man, is this. It's being happy. Uh-huh. You've got to do what you've got to do to make yourself happy. Right. And that's come from making good choices in life. Choices is the most critical thing you can ever do. The most critical thing you can ever make in life. Because it can change you for the good or the bad. Depends on what you decide to do. So I'm very passionate about people, man. I don't know, man. It's just who I am. And I just walk in it. I don't try to be the guy that want to be seen and heard all the time and getting all the accolades and stuff like that. As long as people's lives are changed and they get some direction, I'm great. I'm fine. I've done my work. So with that being said, I've learned. People have things and people in their life that keeps them distracted from where they should be and where they should be going. Everybody has a purpose and a destiny. Everybody. From the foundations of the earth, before you was born, God said, I knew you Hmm. and set you apart. He set you apart for a specific reason. But you got to get there. And that comes with your journey. What are you going to do with this thing called life that's been given to you that's so precious? It really hurts my feelings and hurts my heart to see somebody live like 80 years and never find happiness, never find a purpose, and never get what they desire.
1: 80 years. You can't figure it out. You know, and I'm glad you brought that up which actually leads to my next question, because I think you touched on a couple of things, but I'm glad you brought that up. And I really do believe happiness is a choice. And part of that happiness also has to do with you living out your purpose. Right. Because if you are operating every day, just think you're going to a job every day or doing whatever it is every day. And it's something that you really don't want to do. It's not in your purpose. Imagine how much stress, you know, how much of a toll that takes on you doing that day in and day out. I mean, I've been there, brother. I'm telling you, I've been there. Yeah, you're paying the bills, but the toll is taking on your health, the toll it takes on your mental health and just living outside of your purpose. And actually, when you live outside of your purpose, you're living outside of the will of God for your life. And, and I'll tell you this, and man, I, it's just spot on. Just What you said just really resonated with me. You know, I used to be a police officer, and those who know me know this. And I would be on the crime scene. I mean, there'd be blood everywhere. And I would have people walk up to me at the serious crime scene. We got crime tape and all this stuff out there. And people would walk up to me and ask me if I was a minister. Now here I am in uniform. I got a gun and all this other stuff on and blood over here, crime scene tape, and someone decided to blue walking. Are you a minister? And this would happen to me over and over again, because the call of God was on my life. And let me tell you, one of the most miserable times in my life was when I was a police officer. Yeah, it benefited me from a professional standpoint later down the road, but it was not necessarily what I was supposed to be doing. So with that being said, and you touched on this a little bit earlier. So what do you believe is the primary focus of Real Talk with Reginald D? What is God's purpose for you in fulfilling this particular call? Well,
0: God said, I came to give you life and give you that more abundantly. And basically, that's what it's all about. you know, Teaching people life mm. at the end of the day. And basically, we just go on a journey together. we in this thing together. We go on a journey so people have a better life, live in the purpose that they have on their life. I mean, go for the things that you desire and don't quit, man, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. People tap out when life gives them challenges. Mm. That's the only way you're going to grow. Right. If you stay status quo, you're going to be stuck. You didn't come this far just to come this far. It's a lot more out there, but you got to face challenges, man. You can't run from it. And people have to understand they have the power to overcome anything they set their mind to, but they got to change their way of thinking. Mm -hmm. They have to change. People are one change away for living the greatest life they can ever live. One change. Wow. They're afraid of what they're going to lose when they change or mm-hmm. the think about it, the thing that you're going to lose is less than what you're going to gain when you make that change. Right. So people live life afraid. They live like normal. You're mm-hmm. not normal. You have to be natural. You was born with natural gifts. You was born with natural talents, not normal gifts and normal talents. So you have to walk into that. And sometimes that means walking alone. That means walking along sometimes. Some people you got to let go. Period. Because people in situations hmm. hold people back. I agree. People in their life, I'm like, man, why are you dealing with all this? People in their life trying to have no damaged people and put damaged people in your life. At the end of the day, man, damaged people is going to damage people. Hmm. And you got to move on from that. People have... Friends, and I've heard this, friends that they can't trust. How is it a friend? (laughs) Right. I was just asking the same thing for myself. How are they a friend? Right. So they have friends that they can't trust. And then you have to understand this. Just because y'all got something in common, if you can't trust that person, you don't need to be with that person. An untrustworthy friend is more dangerous than a wild beast. Mm. A wild beast will wound your body. Mm-hmm. your untrustworthy friend will wound your mind mm. and you don't need that and you gotta be able to walk away from things in life man that's what i try to tell people don't stay in the same situation you got to make a change you got to make a choice your life is a state your life god took the time to create you and design you and empowered you mm-hmm. to do whatever you set your mind and your heart to Mm -hmm. He's giving you all the tools. You Mm -hmm. cannot take that for granted. You don't have one life, man. It ain't like a car. You can't just
1: trade it and you'll get another one. That's right. You know, I would take it even a step further. I know it's hard because, you know, people don't want to leave their friends behind. And we see it all the time. I mean, we even have people who are famous athletes. Hey, they go on to make millions of dollars, but they can't leave some of those old friends behind. And they are the very people that will pull them down uh, and destroy everything that they worked hard for. So we talked about friends. And like I said, I'll take it even a step further because I know it's really hard to get rid of the friends. But what about family members? Oh, oh my goodness. I think I just touched the third rail because <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, uh, Reggie? What are you saying, Boy? should I leave family members behind? I would say yes. If some families, I'm not saying that you won't be there for them to help them out in the time of need. But what I'm saying is, if that relationship is pulling you away from God's will for your life, you have to make a choice. Look, if God would ask a father to sacrifice his own child to test his loyalty to him and how much you love him. Now, thank God he didn't do it, but don't you think that it's reasonable or your reasonable service that you owe your loyalty to God and you may have to make a choice to love someone from a distance, even if they are a family member. Now, that's my assessment. I have seen it and I'll be the first one to admit I have, you know, some in my family I have had to, love from a distance doesn't mean that i'm not there for them doesn't mean that i don't care about them but if what they are doing or that relationship that i have with them is pulling me away from god's will for my life i have to make a choice god has to come first in my life
0: So, what's your take on that right well i'm just gonna shoot you straight with it Family members, friends, or whatever, if they are not aligned with your purpose that God has set before you, then they can't go. Mm-hmm. Now, if they adjust themselves and they're and get in order, then, hey, we're back on track. Right. But your purpose and your destiny is what God has for you. And that's the thing. And everybody has to understand that. If not, you'll never accomplish what's set out for you. They you know, know it, that's the
1: you know, that's the shot across the bow, right? You know, we, we probably got some stuff. I'm not saying go home and tell people off. and, and uh,
0: you know, No, no. Serve.
1: I'm not saying do that. But you know, do everything in decency and order. But I think what we're saying here is you're just going to have to stay prayerful and know what God's purpose is for your life. And ask God to give you discernment in about how to handle those relationships. And you may have to pull back you may have to handle that relationship differently. It may take on a different dynamic in 2023. It's time to get serious about God's will for your life and his purpose. There are a lot of dreams in the graveyard. There are a lot of unfulfilled purposes in the graveyard. I can't tell you how many people that I knew that were talented singers, that were great speakers, that were great influencers, great athletes but they never realized their full potential. They passed on and gone. And I can tell you just from my own mother's passing just last year, I never knew my mother wanted to be a, or even had the talent to be a writer. And she didn't really start taking up writing until the latter years in her life. And I know now that she knew that she was dying. So my mother passed without having fulfilled one of the talents and purposes that God placed on her life. When I read my mother's writings, I couldn't believe how well she could write. And we're not talking about someone who has a PhD or went to a writing school or anything like that. But my mother, like I said, her writing blew me away. I mean, very vast imagination. The stories, the things that she could actually make up and write and develop the characters. Never went to school for any of this stuff. That's God given talent. Right. So, but anyway, I'm sorry, I digress. I didn't mean to jump. No, 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 no go that's, on a good. Tangent, that's but, good. But yeah, brother, I get it. So, your podcast, if you had to point to some examples of how uh, people have been impacted or feedback that you've gotten, can you give us any examples of that?
0: Well, I think it's all God, man. Cause people basically come with, God, I can't believe you talking to me. Mm-hmm. It played like a segment of it the other day in front of some people. And this young lady never knew I had a podcast. She was like, is that you? I was like, yeah. She said, oh, you talking to me. And it was like <laughs> 10 seconds. Right. the second clip. Wow. I feel like God has anointed me for this purpose this time. I can't really explain. I'll just go with it. I'll do a podcast. Man, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. (laughs) That's the anointing. That's the anointing. Yeah, until I start talking. I just don't know, man. And I'm grateful for it. I think a lot of times when you're personal with people, Uh that means a lot. I'm not trying to get people to do something that they can't do. Or do something they don't want to do. I'm just giving them choices. Right. Try to help them make the right choices in life. Because the biggest thing, like I said earlier, challenges, man. People can't get through challenges. They can't. I've known people who went back in a bad relationship to the same person four or five times just to get the same results or even worse. Wow. When are you going to say, hey, enough is enough? My life is more valuable than that. I got things I need to do. I got things I desire. And you got to go for it because everybody desires something, I feel. And they have that thing in their belly. They feel it every day. I want to be successful. I want to be good at this. I want to be this. That ain't nothing but life inside of you in your belly that's growling and starving for you to feed it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And with circumstances and challenges and things like that, man, I... Tell people you got to be like an eagle. The eagle flies to its highest point when it's in the storm. Wow. And you got to treat life the same way. When life comes with you, the storms come, the challenges come, you got to rise above it. You got to rise above it because God got your back. But if you don't move, He ain't going to move. And think about it. And I've been faced with a lot of challenges, man. I'll be real with you. I had failed at one point in my life. In every area of my life, I had failed. And I was contemplating suicide. Wow. And I'm laying on the couch. Depressed, just going through all the stuff. And I'm like, man, I'm done. I can't take no more of this. Right? So I'm laying on the couch and the boy spoke to me. Say, get up. So I got up, I went to the bathroom, I looked in the mirror. And it came to me. Say, you're going to quit on yourself? Everybody else going to quit on you. You all you got.
2: You all you got. So I thought about that.
0: I was like, well, I'm all I got. I can't quit on myself. And it done on me. Here's the thing I was talking about earlier. It's changing your way of thinking. So I said to myself, if I can get myself up out of this situation, I can come against any other thing that comes before me in my life. And I did. I did. And I'm going to tell you something. I heard two Mm sermons. I come from a preaching family. i heard hundreds of sermons. But it's two that changed my life. One was titled, I Ain't Got No Else To Go. And when people realize that in life, you ain't got no where to go. You got to stay on this path. You got to stay on this journey with God. He's assigned you for this. You got to walk in this thing. Because what you going hmm. to do? You ain't got nothing to do. You ain't got no to go. So you got to keep going. And then the second one was titled, I Must See Rome." Talked about when Paul was on his journey to Rome. Hmm. He had... All kinds of challenges. He was bit like a bit of a snake, shipwrecked, he was stoned. And he told God, I'm going to die here. I'm going to die. I can't do this. And God said, be a good courage. You must see Rome. See, everybody got a Rome in their life they got to get to. You got to understand that. No matter how hard it gets, no matter what challenges you go through, there is a destiny and a Rome you got
1: to get to. Everybody got a Rome. You just got to keep going. And you can't quit. So when you say Rome... So you mean your encounter with God or that point where you're going to meet God? Probably, I guess, at your lowest point.
0: Well, when I say Rome, Rome is the final destination that you got to get to
1: mm-hmm.
0: at the end of the day. Regardless of where you're going in between now and between the time you get to Rome and the stuff you go through in the middle of it, you can't quit. You can't tap out. You can't mm-hmm. give up. Because that is a realm. It's a place that's already prepared for you. Okay, and That's a destination that he's trying to get you to. And if you quit, you'll never see it. you never get uh-huh. there. Your purpose has a wrong. Everything you do, that's your wrong. That's your final destination. You've hmm. got to get there. I like that. And yeah. the thing about it, I'm going to back up on something. And I'm kind of choked up about this. And I'm going to try not to get too choked up. But I said to myself, just the other day, there is a set of people that's out there hurting, waiting on me that has been waiting on me. Hmm. If I would have committed suicide, what would have happened to those people? Wow, I to me. Wow. And when I think about that, and I think about the lives that God allowed me to touch, the lives that God allowed me to change. I said, man, if I would have done this, what would the outcome have been? Hmm. So I'm grateful, man. Life has been a roller coaster growing up. You know how it is. We don't, we don't learn. (laughs) We learn now,
1: but uh, brother, I'm so grateful grateful to the Lord that you did not commit suicide that day because you are definitely touching people. You definitely been a blessing to me looking at our greatest threats to society. I happen to believe mental health is one of the greatest threats I think that the youth of today are facing. And my wife and I have talked about this several times, and I just could not figure it out. Is it social media? But really, social media, in my opinion, is just another medium for how Satan plays with the mind. See, so Satan can't, he really has no power, so he has to get you to do it, so he plays with the mind, so he has a thought of suggestion. He uses television. He may have used theater back in the day. He may have used culture. You know, whatever it is, social media is just another medium, albeit a very powerful medium, but I really do think social media has a lot to do with the suicide rate. the mental health breakdowns that we're starting to see in this generation and that's kind of my take on what i think one of the greatest threats to to today's society is what in your opinion and it may be the same thing i'm sure but what in your opinion is one of the greatest threats to society and what should we be doing as christians about it
0: well I think there's many things that's a threat to our society. Here's the thing. When people understand how important and how valuable they are, that's when things change. Mm. You know, I often tell people, what are you going to do with your life? Mm. Here it is. You got all these opportunities. What are you going to do with it? At the end of the day, it's a decision-making thing. People can say, hey, I'm going to be this and I'm going to be that and this and that and the other. But here's the thing. If you don't walk in who you really are, then life is going to be challenging throughout your whole life, period. You get what you want out of life when you be who you really are. That's it. Now, changes and things like that, it has to be made. And it comes from all kinds of different dynamics and situations. Fathers need to be in these kids' lives. Yes. Period. I don't care nothing about the mom and what y'all got going on. You have to be in these kids' life and bring positive impact. And same with mothers. Some mothers ain't in the kids' life. Same thing. You have to be in your kids' life. You have to understand your kids. You have to listen to them. We grew up, we say something about, no, you can go in there and sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to bed. Yeah. yeah. You can voice your opinion. You can really voice your opinion. You know what I'm saying? So I think we to be real open about things like that uh-huh. and help change this younger generation because they are different, man. And once we accept that they are different, the way we grew up and the way we think about things, they're on a whole other level. Yeah. And we got to meet them there somewhere. Somewhere in the middle, we got to meet because if you don't, you try to give them the old school way, they're going to rebel on you and things like that. So what I believe as people, I'm not going to say Christians yet, as people, we have to change our way of thinking and we got to change our hearts towards how we look at situations, how we look at other people. We have to care enough to do something, be a part of something, but just because Kid down the street, he may not have a father. You know what I'm saying? Why well, I can't step up, right? Why well, can't mentor this young man and mm-hmm. things like that? It's opportunities out here that we miss. As long as we keep missing opportunities, we'll never get what we need to be. Now, as far as Christians go, Christians, the biggest challenge they're gonna have is that when you put that title on your name,
2: <laughs> Christian. <laughs> <That's right. laughs>
0: So when you get out there and start doing this thing, then you can't make that one mistake. Because the first thing you going to say, oh, I thought you was a Christian. And this and that and the other. But Christians, I think, need to stay rooted and grounded in the word and then the teaching of Christ and the love that Christ has shown throughout the whole Bible. So I yes. think you need to stay there. You don't have to get creative. When you showing love, man, you don't have to be creative. You don't want right. love. Love is powerful. you don't have to be creative about well, it. Well,
1: that's usually when we mess up when we try to get creative. Just stick right. to the recipe. Right. Don't don't add raisins. Don't right. try to do any of that stuff. Right. The love of Christ, and, and as a matter of fact, you know, writing right now, authentic leadership, and Jesus was the most authentic leader that you could have ever served under. I mean, he right. Here's our shining example. Jesus walked in love, and I think the problem that I see with some Christians today, and I'm not saying all so don't take this and make a soundbite out of it, but I'm saying with some Christians, me being one myself, is we don't exude the love of Christ. a lot of times become too judgmental, we forget that we are also sinners, and I'm not going to say worse sinners, but also sinners, because I'll tell you this, every last one of us sin every day. You get in your car, somebody cuts you off. Some of you may say it. Some of you may just think it. Some of you may see a woman walk by. She's pretty good looking. You may think something. You may say, oh, Lord, forgive me, but you sin. We sin every single day. And I just gave two examples. Right. So we are not so above it all that we're better than anybody else. We don't even deserve to be saved. Yet God gave his only son so that we may be saved. We didn't deserve it because if we got what we deserved, we'd be all damned to hell. <laughs> we'd be right. all damned to hell. Right. So I look at the example in the Bible where the ruler forgave the man who owed debt to him. And then so that same man turned around and basically grabbed somebody up by the collar who owed him some money. And when the, basically the ruler saw what he had done, he chastised him for it. So that's us. God forgave us. But then we want to turn around and chastise somebody else who were in the same predicament as we were. Right. So we can't do that. And I think if you just love on a person, whether you know they've been to prison, whether they didn't come from the same background as you, God calls on us to love people regardless. Right. Look at Jesus' example and who he hung out with in the Bible. Jesus is your example, not the Pharisees, not the Sadducees, not the people who took on the image of piety. But Jesus is your true example of how we ought to love this world and how we ought to walk and navigate through this world and how we ought to treat people. And I just think as Christians, we have failed miserably in that area. And love really is the key. And we have to follow Jesus for that example. Right. Anyway, okay. I'm done, brother. I get, I start, you know, <laughs> getting on my sofa. It's good, man. Yeah, I, I said enough about that. It breaks my heart when I see people not walking in the love of Christ and being so judgmental. And I'm not saying just because you know, you're walking in love doesn't mean that you condone what another person does. I'm not saying that at all. But we are to walk in love, as right. Jesus called us to. Right, right.
0: And then th- that's the whole thing. You, when you talk about Christians, you get in this bubble where they just church Mm. You're just churching and then you ain't worried about the family down the street that's home. You don't even know nothing about that because right. you ain't effective.
2: Mm.
0: A Christian has to be effective. Yes. church all you want to. You go to Bible study all you want to. Then you get your feel good on and then mm-hmm. you go home, you feeling good. That's a selfish Christian. Yep. What about your community? What about people out here hurting? Mm-hmm. Do something about it if you say you're Christians. Do it. something about it. Don't be selfish. See, God said he spits Christians like that out. You look at right. Because here's the thing. I mentored a boy's shelter one time. And they had problems and things like that. This was the most effective thing that came out of this thing like when I mentored that shelter. I asked the kids one-on-one. I said, hey, what's your purpose in life? What are you designing life? Nobody could answer that question. Mm. Not one of them. They didn't have no idea where it was going or what they wanted to do or anything like that. If you don't have that, then you don't have direction. That's right. You just stuck and you just winging it. Mm. At the end of the day, you winging it. And you can't wing life, man. Oh, no. You got to know where you're headed. You got to know where you're going and you got to stay disciplined with it. Because what people get frustrated at You pay full price for this thing called life every day. You go to work, you take care of your families and all this kind of stuff. You pay full price, but you accept less Mm -hmm. what you pay for. Just like, check this out. Remember back in the day, you used to go to the drive-thru at McDonald's and they automatically put the ketchup in the bag with the french fry? Oh, yeah. All right. Now you do it. You don't get the ketchup unless you ask for it. That's right. Right? But you're still paying for the ketchup. Mm-hmm. You're paying for a price. You go to the drive-thru, say, I want a hamburger. Hold the mayo, hold the lettuce, hold the tomato. you still paying for the price for that hamburger, even though they subtracted the three things off of it. you still going to pay the full price. And that's the thing about life. Yeah. You might as well get it all. That's right. I want my ketchup, brother. Yeah, I want my I ketchup. Way. Get it all. you paying for it. <laughs> that's the same thing about life, man. You might as well get it all because you're paying full price every day. Don't they sell no less than that. Mm-hmm. You're worth more than that. And when you start thinking about that, when people start thinking about their worth and the time and the effort and everything they're putting in daily, yo, I want it all. You should expect it all. You, should so, expect, you need to get a return for your life. Exactly. That. That's
1: right. You know, and you said something, and I've had people actually come to me and ask me, how do I know what my purpose is? In life, how do I know what my gift is? And I tell people that if you do something, or whatever it is that you do, and you do it effortlessly, and you feel fulfilled in it when you do that, you know that norm is going to be your gift. And God doesn't give a give you a gift without a purpose. All right. So your gift is going to be attached to your purpose. So whether it's singing, so if you sing and, man, you just feel alive and you feel fulfilled and it just gives you that feeling like nothing else and you could do it all day. You could do it even if they didn't pay you. That's your gift. And with that, the gift is attached to your purpose. Some of you may have people who just feel like they can confide in you. And you just have, It's like, wow, are these people coming to me and confiding in me? and telling me things and then i end up talking to them and somehow they walk away feeling better your calling may be a counselor you may be a counselor i mean i have just given just two examples but there are many examples out there and that question is that's something for you to ask yourself and ponder all of you know it it could be something that i'm gonna say this to some parents are probably gonna kick me for this but there are kids out there who play video games and they have a talent for that i know a young man who was failing out of school but he was a whiz when it came to electronics video games all those different things so his mother took him to a counselor and they just were trying to work through this thing because he was failing out of school and they, they were experiencing turmoil in the household because the parents were on his case and he was fighting back because he just was not interested in anything else well come to find out that this was his real his genuine interest and they actually put him into a technical school now this young man at the age of i believe he's 19 now makes six figures working for a corporation developing these games Now i'm not saying every kid that plays video games that's his calling but for this particular young man it was so like you said we need to talk to one another just because that's not the way we came up you know and our calling and here's the other thing you got to be careful of remember people are not always going to understand your calling or your purpose in life because it's not theirs god calls you that was a telephone call between you and god and your destiny not between God and them. So they're not always going to understand. So our purpose, I believe, as pastors, as ministers, as counselors, as mentors, as the neighbor down the street, is to listen to that person and invest in them. Help them get toward their destiny. Help them get towards their role. Help them realize their purpose and walk in their purpose in life. Their purpose is not our purpose. We all have different walks and paths in life. And we have to understand that. let's stop trying to push our agenda off on our children or the neighbors down the street or the generation behind us. Thank God for progress. Thank God for these young kids. This is our future. This is our future. But anyway, that's the way I would approach it when people come to me and ask me that question. It's so important, I think, that we invest in our young people and just invest in people, period, to help them find their purpose in life.
0: Right. Right. And that's critical because when you find your purpose, then you really find your value. Listen, you got people out here right now saying, man, if I could just make $100,000 a year, I'd be good. Hmm. But they walk around with multimillion-dollar ideas inside of them. They're thinking small, but right. if they ever walk in their purposes and know they value and tap into who they really are, it'll be a game changer for their life. Absolutely. Absolutely. You just got to tap into who you really are. Use the power within you that God has given you to do great things and do things decent and in order. Stay in control. Can't let life just run rapid. You gotta control it. You gotta manage it. Like you manage anything else, like you manage your money. Mm -hmm. Things like that. You got to manage your life. And you can't let people come in your life to derail you. It's just gonna hinder you. You'll never get there. You got to stay focused and you can't quit. You can't quit. That's right. If you value yourself as much as God values you, then trust me. Trust me. You won't let any and everything stand in your way.
1: That's right. We didn't just do this podcast today by happenstance. Resonance, if you're open to it, man, I would love to do a conference. I see this happening. A conference where we deal with purpose, calling, and value, all of those things. And we could talk about it. Offline, but I see this happen. That's all I can tell you. I don't know how it's going to happen. I see it happening. You know, the Lord revealed that to me and I just got to be obedient and bring that up and just say this. So, but yeah, we could definitely talk about it offline. Oh, yeah. yeah
0: man, I appreciate you. Well, I appreciate you, brother.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah, I'm, my spirit is full right now, man. And I, you know, just get so heartbroken when I think about the promises and talents that have not been fulfilled. Right. And it also makes me angry because Satan has no authority. He can't do anything. He has to get you to abandon your gifts. He has to get you to abandon your purpose.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A man, tell us how we can find you how we can
0: follow your podcast. Man, you can follow the podcast it's on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can go to Real Talk Reginald D. I also have a website. It's ww.real com. So you can get on there and you can listen to all of them in your spare time. And I hope it bless whoever listens to it. I put my heart into it and I allow what God gives me to do what it do at the end of the day. So
1: Amen. Um, Amen. I really
0: appreciate it. I really appreciate
1: it. Amen. i tell you what, I listen to your podcast when I'm driving. To the, A, it's on Spotify, your platform may be, but I listen to it when I'm driving. Traffic, I may need that in traffic, man, so I don't have no bad thoughts when people cut me off.
0: You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to keep doing that. They'll get used to it, right? <laughs> right,
1: right. Man, I could sit here and I could talk to you all day. And Of course, I know I got to be respectful of your time. But uh, make sure that you follow Real Talk with Reginald D. And of course, this is uh, RIP, uh Podcast. And you can actually follow us on RIPpodcast.com. It's the website as well as the uh, podcast. And we're also on Spotify You your different forms uh, of your whatever platform suits you or whatever tickles your fancy. You can follow us on one of those platforms. But again, it has been a pleasure. And uh, brother, I'm going to be in prayer for you as well. And I know God is going to do even greater things with you. And I think this podcast is just the beginning. So buckle your seatbelt. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, appreciate you. And I want to thank everybody else for listening in today and give us some feedback. If you were blessed today by this podcast, you can either reach out to myself at info at com, or you can reach out Real Talk with Reginald D as well. That's one of his platforms. Uh, Drop us a comment. Like, so we're on the YouTube channel. Drop us a comment. If you're watching via YouTube, we'll be on Facebook as well. Drop us a comment. Give us some feedback. Let us know. We'd really like to know how this podcast or anything that we've said today blessed you. But as always, we're going to go ahead and end it here. You all be blessed.
0: See you, brother. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Real Talk with Reginald D. If you enjoyed the show... Please share this episode with anyone you feel that needs to take this journey with us to become a better you. See you next time.